to the show. You probably just listened to our episode four, but now we're here to talk to you about Netflix. Oh, God. We're having this... We've had this debate for... What has it been? Two weeks, three weeks now? Mm-hmm. Where we've just consistently... I mean, it gets brought up more than, I think, anything else we talk about. It does. It's funny because last week, as I mentioned, Zach was traveling with me for work, and... It seemed like most of our conversations were about music, mm-hmm. fantasy football, yep. what our families were doing. Yep. But somehow Netflix was brought up in that conversation very casual. Even if it wasn't a full-on con- like conversation, we'd be listening to something on SiriusXM, and I'd be like, oh, Netflix is pretty good. Oh, my God. Like, you'd immediately just see his actually shake his head, grab his eyes, and that was the end of it. But it just – it has been mentioned a lot over these past few weeks. Or my favorite was my slide – uh yeah like you know we were watching this on netflix that reminds me i think we're gonna get rid of netflix when disney plus comes out <laughs> and just the yeah. disappointment alex looked at me and goes i will drive us off the road exactly <laughs> okay exactly because i love netflix i, I love it <laughs> so, i love it too that's not the hate i just don't love the stock <laughs> yeah well uh, anyways that's why we're here we're yeah. gonna talk about it this is awesome because this is one that we actually disagree on half it the time is. i feel like our our, our stock analysis we kind of come to the same conclusion of either buy or don't but this is a good one to the point where he thinks that you you would not buy i don't think you should buy right now exactly plain and simple mine is i think you should so this is going to be awesome because now you get to see exactly what we look for in research and kind of everything we go over i have all my tabs popped open on my laptop so there might be a pause in between some of my conversations because i want to give you very very honest numbers and exactly what i'm looking so yeah you ready i am ready let's go ahead man I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna let you start because I, I i'm curious i feel like i've laid my argument out on the table way more than you have okay so i want i want to hear your argument why right now why you believe why buy netflix so I think we need to first off get some context. Oh God, no! You can't I'm start. Laughing. with some context. This entire thing started because you mentioned Disney Plus. Right? Yes, I know. And that's why you think it's not a good buy. So you think Disney Plus is going to captivate the majority of the audience and bring it out. I so I'll get first off, we're going to debate about that. It will have a conversation, but this is the reason why I think. I think you're misconstruing my words right now. Always, always. But here's the main, 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 main kicker. It's already looking like a, like a coffee cup. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that right from the get-go. Oh, and for the people that don't believe that, cool. It's already hitting its low, it's about to go back up. You look at the future, you look at the past, you look at the, the middle of 2008, it made the same decline it's doing right now. It's gonna hit that market value point where it's gonna be at its lowest for the time being, it's gonna go back up. I'm a firm believer in that. It's currently sitting at 293.75, a 3.03 dip or 1% as a whole over last week. That was on August 30th at 7.59 p.m. After hours, it dipped a few more. So now, like I said, it's at 293.23, but 293.75. Anyways, I understand that December 21st of 2018, when it was at its current lowest for the past two years. Well, give or take, I shouldn't say that because it definitely dipped in, in uh, 2017 when it was at 190. But the one realistic I'm looking at is the 246.39. 
So I'm looking at that, it's currently at 293. At the middle of its copy cup or the middle of its gain, it was at 297. So I think 293 or 291, give or take, if it can dip down to that hopefully next week, because that's kind of what the futures are looking. Even if it says a 293, I think that's going to be the lowest point of where it's breaking. It's going to go up. And I think it's going to cash out at, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say closer to 332. I say you buy it at 293. Keep your eyes on it. Hopefully it drops down to 291. But I really, I'm very confident that it's going to go up to, you know, 332 to 339. And then it's going to dip back down. So I think, I mean, I think it's a good short-term buy low, sell high type of okay. stock. But here, here's the debate I've been having. I understand that in the short term, you can see a little bump. Yeah. You can see a little cheddar from it. I yeah. get that. Yeah. It's 293. Not a cheap stock. It is not a cheap stock. No. I don't even think the dividends are good. I, I am actually not sure on the dividends with them. I'll um, let you know while you're talking. I'll let you know. I, I'm looking at this from a long-term perspective. Because if I spend this kind of money on a stock, usually I'm spending that kind of money on a stock that I plan on keeping my money in for a while. They do not pay a dividend. So, with that being said, let's think about November 12th okay. of this year. Okay. That is when Disney Plus drops. Gotcha. I am not going to sit here, and I've seen this thrown around way too much where people are sitting there and they're calling Disney Plus the Netflix killer. I'm not calling it the Netflix killer. I don't think it will. Netflix has 139 million subscribers. Okay. Okay. That they are not going to be killed, put out to pasture, and shot in the back of the head in two minutes by Disney. That's just not how it's gonna work. Right. I what you. I am saying is they are a Netflix growth killer. Mm -hmm. They will torpedo, and I think they, like, I think this platform does torpedo a little bit of a consumer's wallet and of Netflix's potential growth. Because you're gonna get to a point where consumers are gonna start deciding on streaming platforms. And they're gonna start. Really they're gonna start saying, "Okay, I have HBO Go, Hulu, Netflix, and now Disney Plus. Which one am I getting rid of?" Okay. Looking at it, just let's let's look at it from a cost perspective. Disney Plus is six ninety nine a month, right? For its standard plan. Uh -huh. Netflix is thirteen a month. That's a big difference at the end of the year, right? Mm -hmm. So. Uh, we got our mascot dog whining at us. <laughs> yeah, she's whining because she knows Netflix is a good buy. She didn't whine. If you listen closely, she didn't whine when I was talking. But when you were... Oh. So our mascot's on the same page as me. Okay. Well, I'm glad that slander's been thrown around. Um, I'm a winner, obviously. Um, but anyway, Disney Plus is coming out at a lower price rate. Right? That is just Netflix, Netflix is coming... Netflix came out at a lower price rate, but they recently changed that. They re-upped it. It's now at twelve dollars. And you'll see Disney thirteen dollars. And I know you'll see Disney do the same thing. But I'm saying, in this period of time, people are going to make that decision, and a lot of it is going to come down to cost. Now, here's the other decision factor that people are going to come down to: intellectual property. Okay. What does Disney own outside of everything? <laughs> Okay, let's not undercut the value of every single one of their brands. Let's not undercut the value of Pixar, of Marvel, of Star Wars. These are okay. big hitter brands. So now right. we'll come back to my argument a couple episodes ago. If you're a family guy, right? Yep. You, your kids are the reason you have a streaming platform for the most part. 
Yeah. I know, frankly, my parents, not big streamers. But the reason that we have Netflix, that we have HBO Go, that we had all that stuff mm -hmm. is because my sister and I are. Perfect. And I'm glad you mentioned that because this is exactly the main point of why I think Netflix is still going to succeed. Oh, God. Okay. You just mentioned the family portion in yeah. Nashwood. That, I mean, that's 100% going to be Netflix's biggest challenge. But were, would you agree that roughly the age group of 35 to 44 or 25 to 34 is your family group? Okay. Yeah. Okay. The reason why I'm saying that is I'm, and I'm looking at this is just all their demographics. Sure. Ages 18 to 24 make up 25% of Netflix. Yeah. All right. 25 to 34 makes up 19%. So there you go. There's your family. I agree completely. Mm -hmm. But if you look at 45 and plus, you're looking at a total of 17% of 45, and then anyone over 55 is 14%. Right. I still think they're going to stick with Netflix, and Disney's not going to have the impact. So then you're saying, well, what about the 19% they're going to drop? Outstanding. I gotcha. But when you look at Netflix as a whole, only, only, might I add, where did the statistic go? Wait, wait. Oh, you lost it. Nope, there wait. it is. 43% oh. of subscribers are in the U.S. 57% of Netflix are international. Okay. <laughs> the reason why Netflix is going to excel is internationally, no one can compete with Netflix. I am dead shit. When you, you look at the numbers, you don't think internationally. Disney, you don't no, think Disney, I the largest media company I don't, on the I truly planet. Don't. I, is it going to compete with Netflix on international level? I think they're going to compete, but they're not going to compete to the scale that you're thinking. Think, think about the – go back to the IPs. Okay, right? I'm going to – I understand the IPs. Yeah. How big – let's, let's just focus on Marvel. How big of a deal is Marvel? It's a big deal. For them. Big How deal. big of a deal is the Star Wars brand? Big deal. You're telling me those IPs on their own don't bear just an international and a global significance – that can help Disney Plus to comp compete on that level. I don't think. To go out and no. be on towards that. No? No, I don't. No. I truly don't. I understand what you're saying. I truly do. I understand okay. everything you're saying. But all those brands are U.S. brands. You're mentioning things that are big here. And granted, internationally, they're, big everywhere. they're huge. But they're, they're, not big the, everywhere. they're not in the same retro. Listen, Netflix, you have. I have like the list right here. Stranger Things, Mindhunter, 3%, Black Mirror, The Dark Crystal. These are all high- volume shows that people watch on a daily basis on a daily basis so i understand what you're saying Avengers. but what i'm saying is once they take that off people are the family people yeah. i don't think a 55 year old is sitting there that has no idea what that is which makes up again 17 percent of netflix's overall users is going to switch over to disney plus i'm thinking about that 55 year old though that either has their kids or grandkids who want to use that in a, like watch that other content that right? they see maybe twice twice a month we'll be very that, generous that they see twice a month that they want to watch that other content right yeah. they want okay. to watch the disney exclusive they want to watch whatever yeah. right right and i just that, don't think and then that person who's actually paying for the subscription is making that call okay the person who's spending their money to make sure that their kids their grandkids they have that you yeah. know right they're the one making that call I'm not arguing that Netflix doesn't have great IP, but I'm, I'm also saying there's a global brand. I mean, you just you just mentioned right that the, their content is more global than Disney's. Avengers Endgame, which is a Marvel Disney product, did 2.78 billion. We have to global. take this back. You're saying I'm saying as a whole. I'm saying yes, Marvel, all all of that are big hitters, and they get more people to the box office. I get that. 
But I'm not saying when you look at the amount per, so you have Netflix releasing a movie or releasing a TV show every single month. You might have two superhero movies that actually amount to anything that people really do like. I'm saying take those two times and by every single month, that's a different story. Okay. You're talking but now, more but now, users for that show. But now you're talking about they've established this brand equity right, yes. with their consumers. Yes. They're developing all of their own originals. Right. They have That's a slate yes. scheduled, so it's not going to be that to a month. They're going to have more content pumping out every single month because they have developed enough cash flow to make sure that they can make that investment. Gotcha. So now gotcha. you're talking about... But you're looking at an overall... You're saying Disney is the main reason they're a terrible buy. When you, you, we need to look at it like an entire, I'm entire not, aspect. Because look... Netflix has been doing this for years. They understand the information advantage. They understand their users and what their users do. So to think that they haven't already accounted for this is crazy. No, and I don't think they have. Like, I know they've accounted for this. Right. But I'm going to now take a step back from Disney, and we're going to go a little bit further. Mm -hmm. Do we happen to know who else Disney has been involved with in the past? Many companies. What other streaming service? Oh. What other big streaming service? I'm going to invite you to Google it. No, I think right. I know the answer. <laughs> go, go ahead. And what other big streaming service is Disney a part of? Or do they work with? He's typing it out. We're, we're, we're going to wait right here until. Yeah, I, I mean, Netflix. I got you. HBO Max, Amazon Prime. What? Hulu. Hulu. That's the one I'm focusing on here. Hulu. Perfect. They own television networks. They work with Hulu. Right? Apple TV, can't forget that one. They're pulling all their IP, remember, off of Hulu Netflix, Netflix, right? Right. So now you're talking about, I'm not even talking about necessarily one thing being the downfall of Netflix. I just think Disney Plus's entrance into the market is creating a more saturated market, a much more heavily saturated market. And I think at the end of the day, what a saturated market does is it kills that kind of growth. Mm -hmm. there, there's no longer, you are no longer talking about early adopters. You're no longer talking about getting in while stock is developing. Hell, it's $273. Mm -hmm. This, It's becoming less of a growth market. And with new entrants, I don't think Disney Plus is going to be the last entrant. And I don't, I, I don't think the market's done though either. I, I'm not saying it's done. I'm just saying when you're looking at all the other stocks in the world that you could be putting your money into. Okay. And this is the main crux of my whole argument. All the other stocks in the world. Is there your so you There are better options than spending $273 on Netflix. Right. When the market is becoming more saturated, you have a like not just new entrants but big entrants like Disney, who as we've talked about is maybe the most global media brand on the planet. Right? There's really no arguing that. Right. I would agree. And yes, they have 139 million subscribers because the largest subscription service for streaming by far. Mm -hmm. But consumers have to make that choice. And I think the more consumers have to make that choice, the less growth that you're going to see in Netflix, the less growth you're going to see in their stock. And until they can develop more IP to keep competing with these brands, these new entrants, which, as we said, their content is great. I love Stranger Things. Mindhunter, I rip through that show. Mm -hmm. Great content. Narcos, phenomenal. But 
they have to start doing something that sets them apart. They have to have a safeguard. Mm -hmm. And while they can rely on that IP, I don't think it's going to be the crux for massive growth going down the line. Unless they develop some technological advantage, unless they develop some exclusive content that's incredibly unique. Yeah, Stranger Things is unique to them, but it's not necessarily unique to television because we've seen, I mean, it's a basic TV show format. So. Right. I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I just, when you look at Netflix as a whole for TV show uploads, they're third, they're behind Amazon Prime and Hulu. Mm -hmm. When you look at movies, they're second, they're drastically behind Amazon Prime, right? So you look at that and they're, they're the top three is what I'm saying this. So they're competing against Amazon and Hulu. I personally don't even think Disney is in their eyes. They're like, all right, whatever, have your movies back, no biggie. Cause you're such a small fish in this massive pond that they're worried about competing with those. So they're going to keep on being on track with Amazon and Hulu. And I truly think their stock's going to keep on going up. Right. Just because they have to compete with those. So they have to keep on releasing stuff. So I say it short term, yes. I'm saying short term, I would buy it and sell it. Long term, I'm still saying so, yes. It's going so, to keep on going so, up. So let's look at it within a three-month span. Yeah. Are you, are you buying into Netflix? If you'd bought today, would you buy in today and then keep that stock over the next three months? Let me tell you. What are you pulling up right now? I'm just pulling up their five year. Oh, gotcha. Once it loads. And I'll tell you exactly when I would sell it. Without even, and this is just shooting from the hip. I'm not even looking right now. I'm telling you, if I bought it today at 93.75. He's doing math in his head. I know you guys can't see us working on this live, but. I'll sell it at the end of October. Going right into the beginning week of November. I just don't. I, I just, would definitely do it. I just don't see the growth. You know what? I'm almost. I am almost confident enough. I'm about to do it tomorrow. Right Go. when the market. Well, I don't know if the market. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, right when the market opens, I'm almost confident enough to do it. You know what? I will. I will buy two shares. <laughs> just to prove a point okay. that I think they're going to go up at the end of October, beginning of November. I, I'm willing to take that risk, which granted, I just only like $600, nothing major. But I'm willing to take it just to show that I'm confident. All right, but the argument still yeah, is I got not this short-term growth. The argument that I've been making for the last three weeks to you is, long -term. is that long-term, the growth in this industry is stopping, is slowing down mm -hmm. because you're getting new entrants. That is why I've argued about Disney Plus coming in so much, mm -hmm. and why I made sure to make that emphasis. It's not a Netflix killer. I can it's sell one, one share what I want, and I'll hold the other share for, for a few years just to prove the point. Oh my God. But here's the main reason why I'm saying this, man, and this is what I, I'm a firm believer. So I think they are, you're 100% correct. I think they're going to lose a decent amount of users that are those failing people because at this point, they need to dip it. Or you're going to have the other ones that are just like, oh, it's $6.99, no biggie. I mean, we're already buying Netflix, Hulu, and HBO right now. That's the three I pay for. I don't pay for ESPN because I just use my phone. Those are the three I pay for. If I like Disney a lot, which I don't really like them, like the movies are fine. I love action hero movies. I love comic books. I love that. But that's not the main reason why I like Disney. I'm, I would not buy it. But if, if I had a kid, $6.99 a month is not deal breaker for me. That's $7. No biggie. If they were to increase, and this, I'm giving you a bit of a doubt, if they're to increase in the next year to $14.99, which would be more competitive with Netflix and Hulu, you're right. I'm going to have to figure out which one I want to get rid of. Out of those, 
I still don't know if I get rid of Netflix just because I like all their original content. I'm going to get rid of Hulu before just because I think Hulu's interface, in my opinion, is harder to navigate than Netflix. But here's the big kicker. Like I just said, Netflix has too much to lose. So they are investing so much money in this. They have sealed data that they know what works and what doesn't. And we see over the past, I can tell you when Netflix first came out and I watched it, they had something where you would click every single detail, like, I like this about a movie, I like this about a movie, I like this about a movie. And after 15 questions, Netflix recommends a movie for you. I was there, I watched the pilot, did the beta, loved it. This was when I was younger. Now you come to the vet. When that happened, they were putting old movies, 2002, 2003, big hits back in the day. Now the average year of their movie is 2016. So the majority of their movies are getting to be newer. And right. I think they're realizing that users hate old movies. They want the new quality material. Oh, of course they're they do. They want what they can see. Like, is right. relevant now. Exactly. They're investing a shit ton of money to get good actors like Adam Sandler, as you know, has an eight-movie deal or something in that nature. They've piloted a almost a cult favorite Stranger Things. I guarantee in the next 10 years it's going to be a cult classic where people are like Stranger Things is the show to watch or Dark or um, Black Mirror. I think that they're now, I mean we have Witcher coming out. They're investing all this money. They know where the market's going. I Which, truly believe. Sidebar? Sidebar. Very excited for Witcher. I'm stoked. If it's, I'm really hoping it's like Game of Thrones quality. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. Very, very excited. I hear people mentioning it. They're like, yeah, it's going to be like dark kind of like Game of Thrones. I'm really hoping it's like that because that would be Awesome. Right. But you see what I'm saying? I mean, even in our conversations on a daily basis, we see, and again, I'm throwing this, these are now not statistical numbers. These are just how I know it. I mean, when you, technically they are statistical, you go in and actually look at how they do their demographics and all that. I'm, I'm taking all those, all those numbers and making my assumption here. When you look at the growth they've had with users in the past year, it has went up drastically because of shows like Stranger Things. Black Mirror, and I still think they're going to keep on investing all that money. They're, they're well, going to keep on growing. I truly they, do. Think they will. Keep on growing. Here's here's where I'm at on it. It's great that you're investing money in it, right? If you're not turning a profit, if you can't turn on that investment and keep growing the user base, there is a market cap. Mm -hmm. There is a distinct cap, and if you can't keep, you just can't keep reinvesting and spending billions and billions and billions and billions. Without eventually seeing that return on your investment. Okay, I gotcha. I'm talking. Right. Yes. And so what I'm saying here is not necessarily. It's great. They're going to invest in shows. They're going to make good quality content. We know they're capable of doing that because they have now proved it for the last, well, almost a decade. Exactly. They have been proving that. They have that been they can hot for a long time. But Disney Honestly. has been proving that they can make quality content yeah. for the last hundred some years. Mm -hmm. And so. Where I'm focusing is this, I'm coming right back to it, is this market saturation. Disney is taking control of Hulu. Mm -hmm. And that was the point I was trying to make earlier. Yes. They're working on deals right now to effectively control all of Hulu by, I got by 2020. Nice little merger. I got you. Right. And so now you're talking about maybe Disney Plus integration with Hulu. Mm -hmm. So now Hulu has some Being very good place. content. They have live TV. They have all these other platforms in place to set themselves apart and make themselves more distinct. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's a killer. I'm just saying it's a growth killer. It's going to stop that growth a little bit. It's going to slow down that market a little bit because what you have now right. is a big entrant who's really, they're going to take market share. 
you know, it, it's just, it is the nature of the game. They're going to take market share. Right. You, I mean, you make a solid point there. If, if Hulu can, can captivate that and, or if Disney can purchase Hulu, whatever it may be, whatever merger acquisition goes into that, mm-hmm. you're right. At five years, I really, if that happens, Netflix is not looking good. I it's mean, it's true. Labor, it, it's done. And I will agree with you there, 100%. But again, you look at it, it is down 25% since last year, mm-hmm. right? Netflix is down 25% since last year. A lot of people, like you just said, will be like, oh, that's because Disney was introduced. Well, I'm not saying that's what you're saying, but I'm saying a lot of people yeah. will look at it and be like, oh, that's when Well, that's what they would accredit it to. Boom, 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 et cetera, et cetera. I'm saying it's down 25%. It's going to go back up. A 25% drop in a company like this is drastic. Again, mm-hmm. you're like, if we're over here talking blue chips or we're talking penny stocks, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Not, not blinking an eye. But I'm also saying, on the other end, I never really agreed that it was the best long term. I said, yes, I would hold on to it for long term if I were to do that. Sure. I'm saying in short term, I would buy and sell it. And I think that with the people we are trying to target here and that are in our realm, yep. that's in the under $100,000 investments, yeah, I think it's a good short term to make a quick buck. And based off the information I just said, I, me personally, I don't think I would invest it in a long term. If I was doing long terms, I wouldn't go with a stock like this anyways. i go for a, an index fund and just let it set. Sure. I'm thinking though, if you're looking at the next three months, I would buy it tomorrow or yeah, tomorrow on Monday, and I would sell it at the end of October, beginning of November. And I think that's your way to get a quick profit. We have truly argued two sides of two different coins. Yes, we <laughs> so, have. I mean, we have because, I mean, you missed in the long term, and I just want to make sure, like, whenever I originally said it, I think it's a good buy, I think short term it is because you can make money off of it. But you're right, at five years, if Disney Plus and Hulu are combined together, I think that's something we can 100% agree on. Netflix is screwed. That's trouble. I, I'm not, I don't even want to say screwed. I just want to say you have to start looking at your content hard and saying, what are we going to do to compete here? Because right. now, it, if that integration happens, this is how I just think about it from my perspective. If you had a Disney plus Hulu combination, you have all the IP from mm-hmm. Disney, everything they own. You, you have, have data. You have you the have live TV integration. Right. But you have the live TV integration. Mm-hmm. You have all of Hulu's original content, which they put out some great original stuff. They do. I, I, I gotta say something. I watched, I forget what the movie, I think it was called Juice or something. I was a Hulu. Okay. I literally was 15 minutes into it and I was like, this is the dumbest show. I, I didn't even finish it. And that's really tough for me because I, even if it sucks, yeah. I like to finish it all the way through. But I even, I even texted my girlfriend. I was like, this might be the worst movie. Oh, some of the originals I had so ever bad. watched. Uh, some of, some on both. Have you seen, um, oh, what is it? Netflix put out one Oh God, I can't remember what it was called, but he was like a dude who pretended that he was like the perfect date for every girl. Like he made an app or something with his best friend in high school. I wouldn't even watch it. I mean, you've already lost me. Yeah. I don't know. He, I think the premise, he made an app and he, girls could go on the app and put in all their preferences for what they wanted out of a date. And then he would pretend to be their perfect date mm-hmm. and they would pay him for it. He's basically a prostitute <laughs> without any sex or anything like that. Um, I would not watch that. <laughs> it, it, it was excruciating. Yeah. But uh, that's a complete sidebar. Not all content is going to be a winner. You're right. Yeah. Um, Realistically, that's not. But what we're saying is five years down the line, that live TV integration, those original content integration, all the now that they own 
a lot of these television networks, all the television networks content, right? That integration. We're, we're not like, we are, we're just thinking about, okay, what about their originals? Okay, what about these cable networks originals? Mm -hmm. That now Disney effectively owns a ton of these television channels, you know, places like ABC. Mm -hmm. That content, that's not going to Netflix. It's going to stay on their platforms. And so we have to account for that content that will also be held by Disney and will also be on their streaming platforms. Yeah. And so it, it just, it's a five-year play on that, looking at it very long-term. I agree with you and I'll give it to you. And we should have hashed this out more clearly instead of just yelling at each other and telling each other we were wrong. Yeah, um, I like that better though. <laughs> yeah, I do too. It was more fun. Um, I'll agree with you that you could turn a profit on Disney in the next month, two months. And I think that's what I, I think that's what our users would be more apt to. Sure. Totally. But I'm saying keeping an eye on it down the line. You know how I think. You know I how do. I look. I'm not I'm thinking about three months. months. Yeah. I'm thinking about five years. Yeah. And I'm going, okay, where do I see this going in five years? Mm -hmm. What are all the things that I think will happen in five years? So in conclusion, to wrap this guy up for you guys, in put it, let's put a nice little bow on it here. Yes. Yes, you can make money on Netflix within the next three months if you want a quick turn. I'll agree. You probably are going to see a little uptick with them. Do we think in two years, three years, four years, five years, whatever it's going to be, that this is going to be a big growth company or that you're going to see any sort of large exponential change? No. And I think that's where we've both come to at the end of this. Yes. I don't want to speak for both of us, but I think that's where we've both come to. That'd be safe to say. That'd be yeah. safe to say. So at least we have that as a conclusion. Um, Are you sweating? I am I'm sweating. Yeah. That yeah. was good. That was good. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally sweating right now. So the one thing I just want to get you guys caught up with, because I try to stick with the numbers, but then sometimes when we got into that heated debate, I couldn't really um, tell you numbers or why I'm really coming to this conclusion. So just the basics I'm throwing out to argue what he's arguing. Yeah. This is what I look for. CEO Reed Hastings. I'm a fan of him. He has done wonders since he's worked with Netflix. Mm -hmm. He is putting a majority of a focus on their shows and making sure that their material is good and that's what consumers want. So again, as I mentioned in the first episode, Follow the, the politics towards it. His CEO, there's Netflix's CEO, Reed Hastings. Is Slash founder. And found really, really good. He knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. He really does. And I don't think, he, I mean, we see no up and coming mergers and acquisitions. So that's another thing I'm looking for. What type of mergers and acquisitions? That's a long term, as Zach just mentioned. Disney, Hulu, they're trying to work on something. Who's going to buy who? Who knows? But it's whatever happens. I don't say they got more money. Yeah. That, that's like, that helps them, especially if you buy a company that's doing well, that helps you, mm -hmm. right? So if you're to look on that end, look at Disney. They might be a good purchase now and you wait off for five years if you think that merger and acquisition is gonna happen. Yep. The other thing I looked, looked at are demographics. So the main issue, so Netflix is a service. And when you look at the current market, services are doing well, retail sales are not doing well. What I mean by that is back in the day, so 20, 30 years ago, services were not doing as well as Items, right? Mm -hmm. So you, JCPenney's was popping, Macy's was popping, people like going into the stores. Now services are taking over. So if you're down at Wall, not Wall Street, if you're down in New York right now, you're gonna see more service companies than more retail companies, right? Mm -hmm. They're offering a service. So 
when you deal with a service company, you have to look at more things than just the actual numbers of stocks. So you have to look at your behavior and characteristics. If you go to, um, I think, Ize, I, I'm not even pronouncing that correct. She posted something on here about her top 10 reasons, right? Or her top 10 demographics, not reasons, her demographics that are going into this. So they just did an overall haul. You look at it, you see, okay, I saw that Netflix is 59% international. So at that point, my main case is this is an international company. They're looking more towards investing over there because American users are not as prevalent for Netflix. That's, I mean, it's not a drastic difference, but that's something I look for. Then you look for users. And what was astonishing to me is only 9% of all of Netflix users only use Netflix a few times a year. And that's pretty crazy. I never would have guessed 9% of them only mm -hmm. use it a few times a year. And that makes it, after you're done, I want to make a point on that. that yeah. I forgot to mention in my notes. And then 59% stream it every week. So that I look at, I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty heavy. And then she did just a, an analysis of cold weather to hot weather, which again, sounds goofy, but if you have more users in the winter, you can't go out and do stuff. Mm -hmm. If you have more users buying Netflix in the winter, the stock's gonna go up. Yep. So buy it in July, sell it in December. Mm -hmm. Makes sense, right? And then the last thing that I, well, the other two things, one of the last things is I look just for the sake of this argument, Disney Plus against Netflix. And that was just for the sake of the argument. I did not use that to weigh any merit yeah. for my stock. And then once I looked at the stock, the main thing I looked at was their five-year, which if you've listened to me before, I don't traditionally look at five-year. I looked at you it don't. just so I could look for an overarching argument. And honestly, I didn't even really use it a whole lot. I mainly, the one year is what I'm looking for, right? So I look and I see the dip. I see what we've always called the coffee cup. A lot of people follow that whenever they're doing the buy low so high. I see a form of coffee cup. I also see that it's down. But it's up overall. It's just down. When you look at the one year, it's down drastically. I mean, the thing's going down, and that's why I'm thinking it's just a good buy. Yeah. So, and, so I wanted to quickly highlight, and I, I agree with you on all of that. Mm -hmm. the, the evidence is there that they're due for an uptick to come within the next couple of months. Yeah, for sure. And real quick, because you mentioned uptick, and I will forget it if I don't mention it, because mm -hmm. this is something we talked about. I looked at their earnings as well. So their Q2 earnings mm -hmm. were down, but statistically speaking, so were Hulu's, so were HBO, Everything so were ESP. They all were down because users, it's again, it, it deals with the summertime. People start watching and they stop paying for those services for that temporary because now everyone can buy it for a month at a time. Right. That's another thing I looked at. That I, I've completely forgotten if I didn't mention it, it would not be good. This is why I think it's a good buy short term. We're coming towards the end of this. We're going to go back in the cold weather. We're going to go back into the point where people are inside. Florida, you're out of it, but you guys are weird anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, Do we, should we even count Florida in some of our metrics? When, when it comes to stuff like this, no, I really don't think so. It's not, a, it's not a smack of Florida. It's just the fact that you guys, when you look at the demographics of Florida, people are outside generally more all year round because yeah. the weather's better. And weather has something to play into effect with a company like Netflix. That's what I'm trying to say. So I looked at their overall earnings. Their Q2 ones were not that high, but I think it's because we went to the summer and so they're going to increase from Q3. So here, here, I, here's, I'm a firm believer in that. I'm going to hit on exactly what you're talking about right now. I've noticed this weird trend in like people that I've talked, I don't have data on it or anything. It's just the conversations that I've had with people Yeah. where people pick up a subscription, right? Yep. They'll binge everything they want to for a month and they'll drop it until that content comes out again. Game of Thrones, HBO, best best one that you just mentioned. That Huge week. example, right? Yeah. I had friends that did that during Stranger Things when that dropped. Mm 
They Stranger Things drop, cool. Pick up my Netflix subscription again, have it for a month, kill it after a month. Mm -hmm. That's a very distinct trend. And here's where I'm going to circle back to that live TV integration. I just whacked the mic, so I'm sorry if anybody... That just made a huge noise or whatever through your headphones. My bad. Um, Where I'm going to come back to that integration of live TV Mm -hmm. that like Hulu has. And that, that sort of... I'm going to call it an ability to maintain interest because now you're not necessarily relying on your originals as much. You have your live TV aspect to back it up, right? Because mm-hmm. if that if people use that as their cable package, I'm not canceling my cable during football season, right? Right. When base play, I'm, I'm not going to have that happen. I need to be able to watch those games when I want to watch those games. Um, and so having that as sort of a backbone, as sort of a supporting feature – I think helps and maintains a little bit of that stability mm-hmm. that we were talking about earlier. So I just just an interesting trend that I want to throw out there so people can maybe keep an eye on. If you have information on it, please send it to us. Yeah. <laughs> Let us definitely. know. Slide into the DMs. <laughs> um, but yeah. Man, again, I'm sweating. It's probably the combination of hot coffee. A hot coffee. Wearing we're a, both getting excited. Wearing a quarter zip. Like, you know, not really helping myself in any aspect here, but yeah no, it's good though yeah do you have anything else nope that is it so i mean we're wrapping it up i think over in conclusion short term this is a stock that you would want to consider to purchase uh, like i said i'm going to do it tomorrow when the stock market opens just to prove that i'm a firm believer i'll post my games when i sell it on instagram and watch the ticker uh podcast on instagram no space note up and just watch the ticker podcast mm-hmm. and uh yeah I mean, I think that's it. And then I think, um, so we're starting to get, I mean, we have like three questions in our, our DM. I mean, we're obviously still really, really small. We don't have a whole lot of watchers, but we do have three questions. We'll probably here in the next few episodes answer those. I've reached out to the three and I told them we'll get to them at some point. Uh, do so a just, Q&A on them. Yeah, just hold in. We're just trying to get some more more uh, action, more followers so we can make it into a full episode instead of just like a five minute ones because the questions are pretty straightforward. So right. other than that, as always, keep living the dream. Oh, yeah. I really hope this episode served as a way for you guys to see how differently Alex and I think on stuff. Yes. And hopefully it's able to show kind of starting to put the, the pieces together. Whenever we get into other like blue chips and stuff, you'll see more, more, and more analytical numbers and a little bit less of the political. But again, when you have a service company like this, it's hard because they're so hit and miss, right? Right. Because service numbers are different, as you just mentioned. I mean, they go up and down, up and down, left, right. It just depends on what the quarter is looking like. Left, right. What a crazy quarter. Right. I mean, it really, it's just crazy. It really does depend. So I think, you know, in the future, we'll talk more about like um, maybe Toyota, maybe Ford, going to the automotive industry a little, then big pharmaceuticals, and of course, energy, like marathon and stuff, because those are more easier kind of numbers to track. Um, and we can show you on that end but I think when it comes to stuff like this you have to understand the political pool does have a lot to play when it comes to a stock we'll hop into that next week yeah yeah because that's going to take us to a full hour if we kept on talking about that so awesome uh, thanks for tuning in you have anything else Zach? how long are we at right now uh, 39 minutes remember when we said this was going to be a 10 minute episode <laughs> yeah my bad <laughs> at freezing cold takes <laughs> <laughs> all right lady y'all thanks so much for joining us be sure to follow us on instagram at watch the ticker podcast and uh yeah we'll see you guys next week for a new episode yep coming at you all right have a good one live the dream bye